Because of the pandemic, students in the public school system saw their education go almost entirely online. Teachers and administrators had to quickly adjust and find ways to connect with students. They also had to weather ongoing changes to restrictions, having to abandon in-person protocols and hours of planning. Even with online schooling, not all students had access to computers or Wi-Fi, leaving some students significantly behind. So now that students are back in person, how's it all going? I spoke with artist and high school senior Akira Cordova, who said while not all students are ready to return to in-person learning, the reduced number of students has made it a bit easier for teachers to do their job. There aren't a lot of students, and the teachers are a lot more friendly than they usually are, and a lot more like helpful. It's nice to just talk to people. <laughs> With most teachers vaccinated, some of the fear is perhaps lifted. Chris Idy, head administrator at the Turquoise Trail Charter School, said the fear of returning to in-person learning was a huge obstacle to overcome. The psychological damage of the pandemic and here in New Mexico, uh, you know, with a governor who has been really strong with regard to shutting down businesses, organizations, buildings, etc. I think a lot of people internalized a condition outside of their homes that was very unsafe and, and deadly. And we'd all in many ways experienced grief, some in our community much more deeply and acutely than others. And so coming out of that became not just a matter of saying we're going to open up school, come back into the building, but trying to just be sensitive to where everybody was psychologically and how we reincorporate ourselves into this context meaningfully. As a charter school, Turquoise Trail has had more flexibility in terms of allowing students back in. Chris adopted a hybrid model at the start of the school year in September offering childcare, in-person instruction for students with special needs, and optional weekly class meetings on a volunteer basis. While charter schools have more flexibility, resources are key to facilitating a safe learning experience, and perhaps not the resource that immediately comes to mind. In this past year, we've been forced to think about resources perhaps in a different way. You know, time, time became a much more pressing resource. How much time do we have and what is the nature of the time that we actually have? Chris said he and his team thought about how much time he really wanted kids in front of computers and what tools they could use when kids were not in front of their screens. The reality of online learning is that not all students have access to Wi-Fi in a computer. The lack of access can widen gaps in existing disparities between students of lower and higher socioeconomic backgrounds. ID notices the difference between students who have been consistently online and those without access. He says he's seen it in the data. I've been tracking our data over the course of this year and sort of the amount of time that kids are able to spend online and then their resulting academic performance. It's almost sort of a, a U-shape. 40% of our kids in the main are high growth and high achievement this year against national norms. And then about another 40% are low growth and low achievement. The rest sort of fall in the middle. They do largely map to the ability of our students to access the content, learning, instruction, time with teacher. For us, there's no question that academically, the pandemic has hit kids from low-income families the hardest. This difficult reality inspired Chris and his team to set up a special program within their school to try and help kids who have fallen behind. 
Next year, we're going to have a school within a school that we're calling the Academy of Extraordinary Circumstance for students who have experienced a lot of those limitations in the past year. And how can we sort of combat that in a way that doesn't otherize the students and gives them an opportunity to catch up and maybe even go past academically where their peers were able to get to. Schools will continue to face challenges in catching up, but Chris is optimistic he can hire the staff and meet the needs of his students. So what about standardized tests? Chris says it's a no for his school this year, based on the challenges of adapting to a new test, administering the test, and taking students away from instruction. There are some students who have benefited from online learning. I was curious if this was the case for current Santa Fe High senior Ben Goler, and asked if there have been any silver linings to school at home. You know, this might be sort of a dreary answer, but uh, no, not, not really. You know, at first it was kind of nice to be able to wake up right before class and then just hop onto Zoom or whatever. But it has made things pretty difficult in class and learning and getting homework in. And I haven't really felt a lot of social interaction the past year. As an actor in his school's theater department, there's really nothing like getting together and collaborating in person. He says returning to school has made him feel like there's some sense of community again. Now that we're back in person, everything has just been a lot better. And it kind of made me remember like, oh, this is, you know, how it normally is. You know, when you're stuck in that kind of COVID bubble, you think it's never going to end or it's always been that way or, or do you know what I mean? Coming of age in a time when society itself is growing into a new form can't be easy. Senior Akira says a big source of comfort was finding her voice in art. Art has been a very, very important and just incredible area in my life, I guess I would say. I started doing poetry more, and through poetry I found a lot of friends, and I did art more, and that has also helped with the friends. And just, I guess, talking to um, people online really helped because it, it seems like we're not as alone. Mental health crises have increased among teenagers, a terrible reality of the isolation, fear, and uncertainty resulting from the pandemic. Ben says mental health has been one of the biggest struggles amongst his peers. That's probably one of the biggest struggles I think a lot of kids my age have had to deal with since this all started. I mean, before we went back to school, really, and started getting vaccinated, I don't think I'd seen any of my friends in person for about six months, which when you're at an age like 16 or 17, can be really damaging um, for a lot of people. It's heartbreaking to hear from the second class of COVID 2021. Akira really feels like she missed out. I feel like I kind of lost out on a senior year, I guess, because senior year to me was like, oh, I wanna hang out with friends and I wanna like enjoy school more. But now it's like, maybe we should talk online and you know, stay six feet apart. There's no substitute for prom, graduation, or other year-end events that can match the collective joy of in-person celebration. In fact, Chris thinks there's really nothing that can match the power of in-person learning either. There is nothing that can 
supplant the power of just being face to face with kids in person, reading body language and being able to pull them aside for a second and getting them on track and and inspiring them in those ways. And so I do think that that limitation is forcing us to rethink exactly what social emotional learning means, not just in the context for kids coming out of a pandemic and back into the school context, but, but what it actually means more broadly. Humans transmit information non-verbally, and we don't totally know yet how the pandemic has impacted students' ability to pick up on cues as they develop their own body language. Senior Ben is glad for at least one more opportunity to perform before he graduates. He is acting in his school's play that will be staged before a limited audience next week. He echoed the sentiments both Chris and Akira expressed. I just want to thank everyone for just existing because it's very hard during these times but just know that it'll it'll be okay you know it'll get better we can do this together and chris asked for that extra bit of grace from his fellow educators advice that probably applies to all of us take a breath say hi to your friends and colleagues give them a little bit of a breather and don't forget what we're all here for as well for ksfr news i'm georgina Hahn.